What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Roll Pastor Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Pig, and super excited you're here today. So if you want to, grab you a cup of coffee, find you a comfortable chair, and tune in. So we got a lot to talk about, and one of the major things I want to talk about is about God moving in my church. So I pastor a church here in St. Helens, uh, Michigan, and I, St. Helens, Lord, I, someone from my church listens to that, they're going to flip out. It's not St. Helens. It's St. Helens. Sorry. Um, I was actually looking at a sign outside that says St. Helen, so that's the sad part. But anyways, I'm pastoring a church here in St. Helen, um, Community Baptist Church, an amazing church. We are seeing God move in mighty ways. I have seen so many new people over the past couple of weeks come in, and there is something that I am just, there's stirring in our area, it's stirring in our community, stirring in our church. And I'm excited, and there's some awesome things that are going to be happening in the next couple of weeks, like we're going to be looking at possibly um, an entire revamp of our sanctuary. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm actually bringing some more ideas to the board to see what they say. Um, so I'm going to be looking at a lot of different things. Um, we're going to be getting TVs put up instead of projectors. We're going to be live streaming all over creation. Um, we're going to be revamping our entire sound equipment. Um, I've actually kind of revamped it already with just using what I have. And I'm kind of excited about it. I'm really hoping for the best because I believe that presentation is everything. I believe that if you present God in a mighty way, people are going to be like, wow, this is what church is. And I, I'm not saying that, you know, the projectors and all that stuff is outdated or old or the way we do church is outdated and old but you know I came up in a more pardon my lack of good words a more modern church I came up with a band I came up with singing praise music and they call it praise music but I call it modern worship I call it worship to be honest with you because every morning I get in my car I listen to Air One, I listen to Caleb, I listen to The Message, and I hear these worship songs, or I pull out my Apple phone and I listen to Apple Music, and I have a, a playlist right now that, man, I'm just jamming out and I'm just praising God. And, you know, that same fire that I get in my car, I'd love to see that same fire get into my church. I'd love to see people, you know, get into worship so hard that whenever they go to the altar, man, when God's just dealing with them and they're getting prayed over and things things change in their life the, the the sins in their life gets broken the chains in their life gets destroyed i believe in wholehearted healing like i'm just i'm that's my excitement when i come into sunday morning i'm just ready man i'm ready to go out so that's where i'm at with this is that you know i've gotten into this kind of you know if we start updating a little bit here and there we start getting the new sound or the new uh, projection TVs where we have the TVs and people are seeing it. We have the live streaming going on. Um, I start putting the sermon notes on the screen, and maybe maybe that will change up some things. Or maybe if I get the worship team to get on board with the whole uh, worship type scenario, maybe get some Air One songs in here, maybe sing some Jira. Um, things will change a little bit. And I'm excited about that, and that's the kind of excitement that I see in my heart right now because, man, what would happen if this house would be full? 
what would happen if we had only standing room open or uh, standing room only what would happen if i had the situation where i had to look at it and say guess what we're getting rid of the pews and we're getting chairs that would be crazy wouldn't it that would be awesome that would be an awesome uh, problem to have what would be even awesome if we had people in here that are willing to start building on a gymnasium in the back part of our property what would happen if that gymnasium became our new worship area and then we have to remodel the sanctuary a little bit and make it bigger like wouldn't that be an awesome problem to have like i i sit there the other day and i thought about this like how awesome would it be to have them issues in a church where you had to revamp your entire facility to just meet the people where they're at and the only way you're going to get there is if you present Jesus first. If you present him in a way that is creative, present him in the way. And it's not changing the message. That's what I get so aggravated with is people think, oh, you're, 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 you're entertaining. You're not, you're not. No, it's not entertainment. But it is the way that we present Jesus to people. You know, I thought of it like this when the first time I ever heard a Christian rap artist in person singing i had that same pharisaical attitude that pharisee attitude you had that oh my gosh what is this guy doing this is heresy this is wrong people ain't gonna listen to him but you know what's funny is i saw people that their hearts broke wide open and they got saved that weekend and my eyes changed to godly eyes to god's eyes and i was like wait a minute that's different that's a change they're getting saved. They're getting set free and delivered. Why am I being who I am? And why ain't I, you know, supporting this idea? Why ain't I going out and trying to help this idea? So then I started going on touring with a rock band that was a Christian rock band. And I started preaching for them. And I started doing things for them. <coughs> Needless to say, I say all that to say this. That God changed my perspective of what it looks like to have church. Do you know one of the greatest communions I ever had in my entire life was with a pack of peanut butter crackers and a Gatorade. And we had communion on the beach. And I cried my eyes out. We baptized people in the name of Jesus. And that's the issue is we look at it as, oh my goodness, it's heresy. It don't match up with what Scripture says. It don't match up with, uh, the, you know, it don't match with, with our pharisaical attitudes. But what it really matches up with is the heart. It matches up with God's heart. It might not be scriptural to take um, peanut butter crackers and Gatorade because mainly they didn't have that stuff back then. But what we did do was, man, the crackers that represented the bread. It represented the, the flesh that was broken from Jesus. And the Gatorade, man, that's what we had. And the Gatorade was red, and to me it was the blood. And it was a symbol, a symbolic, a symbolic way of showing communion. And I watched as religious people went off their kilter. I watched Sister Yeye decide to get upset. I watched Brother Flip Flop decide that he was going to fall off the pew. And they all had a holy heart attack, but I had to explain to them, it's not about you, it's about the King. It's not about you, it's about the Kingdom of Heaven on Earth as it is in Heaven. It is time that we stop looking at church in a nutshell and start looking at church as an open door.
Because that's what we're supposed to be is an open door to people that need Jesus. But so many times we slam the door in people's faces because we want it our way or the highway. And guess what? It's not about you. One day I'm going to do a sermon that's called, It's Not About You, and I'm going to be blunt, and I'm going to say, guess what? The Pharisees had the same idea. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. I'm going to pray in the streets. I'm going to wear these garments. I'm going to do this stuff in the open. I'm going to give away money to the poor because I want to be seen. I want to have my cell phone and take pictures of me giving money to the poor, you know, do the duck face. Hey. But really what what we should be doing is saying, hey, listen, this is not even about me. This is about Jesus Christ. Jesus came to save those who were lost. He didn't come to show off. He came off to help people, to break chains, to mend people's hearts, to heal people. This is who we serve. This is Jesus that we serve. So what better way to show Jesus than in a creative ways? into ways that we never thought of doing, but also to show people, hey, guess what? There is so much that Jesus wants to show you, and if it takes a little rap music, it's going to take a little rap music. There is so much Jesus is wanting to show you, and if it takes TV screens in a sanctuary, it's going to take TV screens in a sanctuary. There is so much God is going to show you, and if it takes modern worship, and spiritual-led worship, and the Holy Spirit worship. And I'm saying this wholeheartedly because, listen, I can play a hymnal song, and I can update it a little bit. And that would be the most worship song you've ever heard in your life. But, man, if we are making... Oh, I'm going to preach this one day. If we are making it sound like a funeral service when we're singing Amazing Grace, guess what? You're having a funeral service because your church is getting ready to shut down here in a couple months. Let me preach that sermon one day. But this is the idea. It comes into what is your heart in the ministry. Because if your heart is in the ministry, then it's about people. And it's about bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. So therefore, we are out of this stuff. We're out of the religiousness. We're out of the the Pharisee attitude of it's about me. It's about what I want. It's about what I need. Um, I need God on my level. When it's not about that, it's about God's wanting to bring you to his level. God is wanting to bring you out of the muck, out of the clay, out of the dirt. He's wanting to bring you out of the, out of the problems and the issues that you have. Man, I'm going to preach. This, this is the gospel, guys. As Jesus died for you, you did not die for Jesus. You do not. Mm. This, is, this is the thing is we think, oh, well, look at me. I did all the work. No, Jesus did all the work. He did all the work on the cross. What our issue is, is we love sin so much that we're not willing to kill it. That's kind of what's going into my sermon this week. Is we're not willing to kill the sin because we're so comfortable with it. We're hanging out with it. We're, we're, we're hanging out with the thing that which is supposed to be dead in our lives. But anyways, listen. It's okay to be creative. It's okay to let Jesus reign in your life to the point where now you have created a a place. You've created a place where Jesus' presence and the Holy Spirit can bring its presence into our, our churches. And man, we can just really just reign and worship with Him. And God is just doing amazing things in us. And the Holy Spirit is just moving. And lives are going to be changed. Churches are going to be filled. That's the issue. Churches are going to get filled. And we need to get out of the way and let God do what He does. 
But anywho, I love you guys. That's my podcast for today. I'm sorry. I know that it was kind of harsh, but guess what? Harshness leads to change. Because it makes you so uncomfortable that you don't want to be in the same spot that you're in. And it's not even harshness. It's just a call to change. It's a call to be different. And that's what I'm calling you today. If you're at your church and you have been doing the same thing since you started in 1960s, guess what time it is? It's time to change. It's time to get into the Holy Spirit and really just reign and go with Him and just let Him lead and guide and direct you. But anyways, I love you guys. I'm praying for you, and I'm hoping the best. Have a good night.